to say yes sir and then the bible goes on to say eh eh if you are obedient you are calling the bible ala ba shake bredo sokolo hey hallelujah ah no let's do this thing give me first peter chapter 3 i feel the anointing to teach this thing Now I I was I wanted to talk about different verses when we are looking at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and I'm coming to a close 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 13 where he was saying Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold silver precious stones wood hay straw He says each one's work will become clear. Each one's work will become clear. How? Because for the day will declare it. Now this is the part I want you to listen. Because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work. of what sort it is if anyone's work now imagine if your work <laughs> imagine if you built your work using hay imagine if you built your work using straw imagine if you built your work using imisanse the fire will be for everyone now i've handled gold deals before and what happens is if you come with what you are claiming is gold one of the tests that we do is that we burn the gold and sometimes you find that what we what we weighed before was was for argument sake 30 grams when we but you find that maybe that's like 90% gold so we have to burn it again when we burn it again you find that the impurities leave sometimes there are alloys there sometimes there are other uh minerals there the moment it burns it was 30 grams it reduces to 20 grams and that's what remains in fact uh i was talking to i i maybe i may i may not get it correctly uh last saturday i was talking to a metallurgist who works for kansashi mines and he was telling me that uh sometimes we may gather two 2 million tons of ore 2 million tons of ore of dirt and only get say about 200 kgs of gold sometimes the way gold is you can find like you have um 
you have 10 tons of gold, of dirt, or let me just say, let me give you for argument's sake, let me say one ton of dirt, one ton of ore that you suspect has gold, all right? Now, one ton is like 1,000 kgs of dirt that we suspect to have gold. And yet, out of that 1,000 kgs, we we'll only remove, sometimes you find we remove 90 grams of gold. If you get one kg of gold from one ton, ah, that's a lot. That's a lot. One kg, you are rich. <laughs> Let me even help you calculate. Uh, because, where's my calculator? Because, uh, so let's say for argument's sake, at, at, the, at, the, um, at the international market, uh, one gram of gold is 60. Is about $60. Alright? So 60 times 1,000. That means with one kg, you can make about 60,000 USD, one kg of gold. Right? Now, let's multiply that just so that you're happy. Um, <laughs> let's multiply that. The question is at how much? Say for argument 617. You can be that rich. You can be that rich. That's gold, my friend. That's gold. Are you seeing that? That's why in gold, in gold mining, if you have, if you have, say, 30 grams, that's a lot. Because one gram, one gram is $60. We went to a certain place that I won't mention. And... A gram was going for 850 kwacha. One gram was going for 850 kwacha. <laughs> one gram was going for 850 kwacha. So that means if you've got 1,000 grams, okay, so that's 850 times 1,000. So, uh -huh. Mm -hmm. So that's 850,000 quarts. Hey, are you not going into gold? So <laughs> now, that's why people, people, I remember one time we went to Mumbai and one guy had like a lot of debt that had suspected gold. They worked the whole day and they just had like, they measured, they just like, had like, like almost a gram, it was like a gram point something. He was happy. He went to sell to the Somalians, and they went to drink, because I think the Somalians were buying at six fifty a gram. <laughs> That's gold, my friend. So, but what process did he have to take it to? Firstly, from you, you can imagine. Now, imagine you are taking your works before God. And as you are taking your works before God, you, you think you've got 1,000 tons. Now, when they begin taking it through a rigorous process, <laughs> when, they, 
when they begin taking it through rigorous processes to purify it, all that is left is one gram. Now, if that one gram is is is, is one gram of hay, <laughs> if that gram is one gram of hay, my friend, then hey <laughs> to you. <laughs> so I was saying now, imagine. If after removing all the hair, the only little hair you are left with before burning is like one gram of hair. Guy, you built with hair. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> to you. That's why now he says something interesting here. <laughs> he says, if anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he receive a reward. If anyone's work is burnt, he will suffer loss. He himself will be saved. But like someone who has escaped a fire. Are you seeing that? So guys, if we are going to build God's work, we are going to build on God's work, let's, let's, let's build with God. Because at least with God, let's not do what the members said. They even rhyme. In other words, they are saying that chickens have this thing of looking big until you kill a chicken, then you remove the fur, then it becomes small. Yeah. Everything which is big like that is fake. Because all the... You get my point. So now, what will be the fire here? The fire will be questions like the things I'm telling you about. One of the things is your measure of obedience. When you were told or expected to give, did you give promptly? You know, there are people who delay. Everything God tells them to do, everything their pastor tells they just delay. They are not prompt. They are not prompt. They are not prompt. They will just wait. They are so patient, but their patience is not... A fruit of the spirit. It's a, it's a it's a downness of the flesh. They are just they will not just do things the time it's supposed to be done. You are supposed to record the report and send it because it's needed for review. You just want to rest. From what? No one knows. They are not prompt. They are they are not quick to obey. So you can find yes, you did what God asked you to do. But you didn't do it the time God wanted you to do it. You did it the time you wanted to do it. There are also people who, you know, they force themselves into God's permissive will. What they really want is, God, God told them, this guy you want to marry, not this guy. Eh? But they would just push and say, but I love, I love him. We'll save God together. And now, people can choose whoever they want to marry, right? And that's fine. God will bless you. But sometimes God said, No, but you are too attached. <laughs> are too attached. You just insist. You God says, Okay, fine. Go ahead. It can reduce the quality of your reward. 
Because God told you to not. You insisted. So that. Some people just, they just delay things. Even when it comes to partnership, they're just waiting for another check to clear than the partner. No, the time that people need the money is now because they are going to the Copa Bell. It's love Sunday this side. That's when they need the money. No, I'll give eventually. Also, people will delay their tithe. Don't delay your tithe. The moment you receive it, send it. Don't wait at no, I'll give on Sunday. Now, it's good to give on Sunday. But sometimes be prompt. Because sometimes in waiting, I'll give it on Sunday. That's when you hear it. No, it's not. I'm in a fridge. I'm in a fridge. I'm in a fridge. I'm in a Then you start now asking all the wrong questions. What if I've got an emergency? No, but the time that... Now you can say, I'm sorry, I don't have any money. But I'll pray. Your faith will be greater. But now, it's not your prayer. Your faith is in the money that you're supposed to give us. Tithe. Now you have to give it partnership. Yeah. The, of, the office, Tana. I'm in a fridge. All right? So... And for some people, it's motive. This is where one of the biggest issues will be. Motive. Can you imagine giving? Hmm. Hmm. Have you ever read First Corinthians chapter 13? That scripture scares me a little bit. Let me read it for you. It says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or clanging symbol. And though I have the gift of prophecy, understand all mysteries, all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could move and remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though, I, listen to this, though I give my body, Yeah, there are people like that. So when I appeared before the judgment seat of Christ, I was judged on four counts. One of them was one of them was the relationships that God gave me and how I responded to the relationships that God gave me. Number two. So now this is not doctrine now. I'm telling you my experience. And it's it's an encounter that I had. It's in the book, The Diary of Supernatural Encounters. So get yourself a copy and read it. So number two. I was judged on money. <laughs> Don't be wasteful with your money. Don't be wasteful with your money. <laughs> Don't be a waste. Don't be even say, you know, I felt like God told me not to buy that shoe, but I bought it. And it just, the next day, just like, why did I do that? Yeah, you're in trouble. You need to ask for forgiveness quick. <laughs> ah, maybe I'm feeling guilty myself over something. But anyways, the point I make is God is merciful. But I'm just saying, again, when it comes to finances, don't be careless. There's nothing that a man ever has that is not from heaven. <laughs> okay, the shawamas you have eaten, I know you're just a student. But the tozos you've eaten, that you couldn't have eaten and you have spent the money on, you'd have spent the money on something. So, 
in that in that judgment i remember sensing every coin i did not tithe almost every coin i didn't tithe i felt like i should have tithed that money but i never tithed it i could feel i could feel um kai <laughs> jesus is lord i could feel the money that i could have made that i never made some of these ideas that we have it's dangerous guys you have an idea you have an idea then you say wow that's brilliant then you sit on it god may judge you over that 10 million you would have made because god never starts finished product for every tree you see there was a seed first are you following am i with people here so i was judged on relationships i was judged on money just be faithful with money don't don't borrow people's money and not pay back don't use your authority to deprive people i've never borrowed from anyone in the house of faith church not one day from ever since it started no never never borrowed from everyone anyone now if i ever borrowed from everyone anyone i paid back which i don't remember but it's just financial integrity the bible says oh no man any debt except the debt of love don't don't get you account for it have financial integrity have financial integrity okay number 3 i was judged on my gifts and my talents what gifts did god give you which ones did you work no i always had a feeling that i can sing did you ever sing even one song all you are doing is listening to people releasing songs and saying ah it's not a hit it's a miss at least it's your friend's song which is not a hit you there's nothing to hit or miss and maybe it's just a hit or a miss before god before you but before god is like according to the measure of the grace i put on them they've done something so you think that that gift to talk a lot is not god who gave you How come you don't do enrich? You don't fear God. So gifts, music, some careers, art, oratory, spiritual endowments. There are people who are just also good at business. They can make money very quickly. It's a gift. the gifts that god gave you acting all those are gifts writing the gifts that god gave you designing all those gifts you give an account for them well, by the way don't tell me that you are busy stuff or oh, let me just put it this way my answer to that we are busy gig is this the guy who was given the guy who was given five talents and the guy who was given one talent we are both given 24 hours in a day 
But the one who was given five talents was more productive than the one who was given one talent. Some of the laziest people I've met in life are those who don't have what to do. It's the irony of life. They have too much time. So the idea of having too much time has made them slip into the deception that ah, I'll do it. I have enough time. I'll do it. Meanwhile, those who don't have time are the ones who are under pressure to do so much because they're aware they don't have time. So the little time that they have, they have to do so much. You get my point. So you find that those who don't have much to do are the ones who are so lazy. Give yourself a lot to do. So I was judged on my gifts and my talents. Guys, the final thing I was judged on was time. How do you sit down and say, could be boring What? Time you never made. You're saying it's boring. You should be afraid. If you are feeling like you need to rest, just sit down and sleep. Put your body to rest. Don't say it's boring. That's an insult. You can't say it's boring. A moment is boring. What are you supposed to be doing? You can just rest. You can sit down. You can relax. Don't say, I'm bored. What? By what? By God's time. Find something to do. Plant a garden. Go and pray. Worship God. Play music. Fill yourself with God's, with God's spirit. The Bible says be filled with the spirit. Call someone. Encourage them. There's always something to do. It will, it will reflect the day you said it was boring. It will... Stop it. Stop it. Now, I believe there are many other areas that God will judge us on, but those are the only ones that I was privileged to see. Now, there is the judgment seat of Christ. Write this down. There is also the great white throne. So now, those who are unbelievers, who have their own judgment, and we are going to go to the book of Revelation chapter 20, verse 11. Revelation chapter 20, verse 11. The Bible says, Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. Huh? This is a different one. From this one, the earth and the heaven ran away. That means I can only, how would you like to, to look in the face of the one from whom the heavens and the earth are running away? I'm not sure I want to be there. I would want to watch on the heavenly TV. Live. In my house in heaven. Produces <laughs> idea. What? Look at that. Now, it's bad enough if people can look at your face and run. But the Bible says, From whose face the earth and the heaven fled? 
That's another level. <laughs> so, so the earth was just pretending it has legs. All it needs is just the correct, the correct fright. Just the right amount. So you guys are not scary enough. When just the right amount, the quantities are properly measured, the right amount of scare is, uh, the earth is exposed to that level. You will see the legs. <laughs> Even the heavens. I see why the writer of Hebrew says how horrible, how terrifying it is to fall in the hands of the Almighty. <laughs> because you see, the horror movies we see, I've never seen the earth run. I watched Freddy versus Jason, you've watched Exorcism, what? And I don't recommend that you should watch those movies. I'm not saying take notes, no. We watched when we were young. We don't do horror movies now. But I never saw the earth running away and the heavens fleeing. So it means that when God is looking at the horror movies you've watched and you are scared, it's just like, they got no idea what true horror is. <laughs> so, Hernwes, he says, I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was find no place for them. Huh? This guy even just goes straight to say what's happening here. Listen, people that are appearing before the great white throne are, are different from the people that are appearing before the judgment seat of Christ. At the great white throne, the sentence is there was no place found for them. <laughs> and here's the other thing. The, at the judgment seat of Christ, the Bible doesn't tell us that he's angry and things are running away from him, scampering. No. At the judgment of city of Christ, I'm sure he, he, it's, it, will be, it will be fearful, but it will be peaceful, it will be chilled. But on this one, aye, aye, we won't want to look at his face. There'll be terror everywhere. That's why the next sentence says, <laughs> look at that. And there was no, and there was found no place for them. Who? The Bible says, and there was found no place for them. And I saw, remember what I told you about the dead. And I saw the dead. Remember what I told you about the dead? Who they are? <laughs> and I saw the dead. Small and great, standing before God. I won't explain because I explained the dead. And books were opened. What were these books which were opened? Listen to me. You, you see it. I want us to look into these books. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged. According to their works, According to their works, which works? According to the works which they did in the body, number one. Now, which works are these? I want to show you the works. Which works are they being judged about? Galatians. I want you to see the works. I want us to interrogate these works. Chapter 5. 
19. What does it say? Now, the works of the flesh are evident. These are the works they'll be judged for. <laughs> okay. And then it mentions adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. And then it says, of which I tell you beforehand. I'm telling you, I'm giving you leakage. That's what he's saying. Just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Are you seeing that? These are the works. And the, you see, let me explain to you a mystery. Even people who are sinners, their works are recorded. It's not that because they are sinners, their works, because the, the level of torment in hell is different. Last time I told you, I remember I had an experience where I was outside the gates of hell and I was told, run, and I began to run. And I saw different compunctions of torment in hell. But I saw that those who were called the godless, those who are practicing sexual immorality, hmm. this thing that people do easily, just watch yourself. Don't, don't, don't play. Stay away from sin. The Bible says the one who calls on the name of the Lord shall avoid iniquity. Avoid it. You are sleeping around and you are saying you've got a weakness. No, it's a bondage. It's a sin. It's not a weakness. No, get delivered. These masturbation issues, drinking and making a habit of intoxication, stay away from that stuff. Stay away, just stay away. Questions that have got, you know, gray areas, just stay. Stay away. The Bible says they will not inherit the kingdom of God. And I saw them, and they are kind of torment. I don't like getting in detail, but I didn't like what I saw. Because I saw that they were in some kind of an oven and they, are, they were in a deep fire. And it would be turned like this. When, uh, but even that, but all hell is bad. All hell is bad. So avoid it. Because it says, I told you that the ones who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And we are told the works of the flesh are very clear. When we tell people, away from sin. We are not trying to make them stop enjoying. Enjoying what? Are you enjoying anything? There's a difference between enjoying and gratification of the flesh. The fact that your flesh is gratified doesn't mean you've enjoyed. After that enjoyment, now you're feeling guilty and always repenting. Are you sure you are enjoying? Oh, relax. Relax. But then, even when people are there, there, even works are being recorded. Works are being recorded. The works of the flesh that a person, which category of the works of the flesh are you? All those works are recorded. <laughs> because remember the Bible says books were opened. What books are those? I told you we are going to look into that, those books. These are the books we are looking into. Because remember, there was also a book of life which was opened. That book of life was a control. Just to show you that you're not there. 
And why you're not there? Have you people ever seen a contra experiment? Why those other books are there are to show you why you are going to hell. Because it's a justice system. And that justice system is based on facts. When you are appearing before a judge, there has to be a record before judge, a statement of claim or affidavit evidence that you have affirmed or sworn that the judge is going to make their decision on. That's material upon which to make a conclusion on. In the same way, God is not an unjust, a disorganized judge. The courts of heaven are highly organized. They're highly organized. All your works are written. I remember one time in Bala, we were praying with the brethren, and I saw an angel. The first time I saw um, a scribing angel, I saw the angel. He showed up and he was writing prayer requests. When we were praying, he was writing everything we were praying. The way I prayed, I asked, the brethren just saw my prayer request changed. Car, house, hotels, money. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I remember during my wedding, there was an elder who came from Kasama. A wonderful man, but he died. Um, he died last year. And I felt so really bad. But then there was this time when God took me into this encounter where we were at a funeral and we were surrounding his grave. And I didn't know it was him because I was saying, ah, who is this? But I saw many familiar faces. And then there was a guy who was standing at the head of the grave, but a bit, not where we were surrounding, but a bit further. And he had a pen and, a, and like a diary. And then he closed that book. And then it's like he looked up to the heavens and he opened the heavens like with a zip. That's when I noticed that guy is like an angel. And then I saw Eldamwewa. Eldamwewa. He was looking smart. And he looked nervous but happy. And then he got him and they went inside the other side of the zip and closed it. And then now the Spirit of God made me understand that that book he was concluding the books of the works of the elder. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. As a deacon, your works are there. As a brother, your works are there. As an elder, your works are there. I don't want to talk about me as a pastor because now I'm judging you. So let's focus on you first. <laughs> your works are there. As a my busa, your works are there. I hope that's exciting enough. As a cell leader, your works are there. As a member, it's not just about having a good pastor. What are you doing to be a good member? Okay. Here yeah, you are getting tired. I'm seeing the numbers reduce. Don't until I finish. So there are the works of the flesh. And people will be judged for that. I think that the Bible says, and death and Hades. Hades. Ah, ah, ah. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back. Let's go a, a, a little bit backward. According to the works by which things were written in the books, the sea gave up the dead who were in it. And death, listen to this, and death and Hades, which is hell, delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Are you seeing that? 
And then the Bible says, verse 14, then death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. Wait a minute. Even death and hell will also be judged. So hell will also be judged. Death will also be judged. So there's a lake of fire which is waiting for them as well. <laughs> People think going to hell is a final destination. No. <laughs> okay. The sea gave up its dead when it, and death and hell delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. I believe this is the only break they will have. Then afterwards they are going into, and then you are not written in the book, and and uh, it says, then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This is also the second death. So what's the first death then? The first death is the Adam Adamic death, because the Bible says, through one man's offense, Death entered the world. That's the first judgment. Being separated from God. Being chased out of the garden, out of the presence. That's the first death. The that's the first death. So even when people die and they go to hell, they are still in the first death of being separated from God. Now when they are judged and they are sent into the lake of fire, that's the second death. So, brothers and sisters, that is the doctrine of eternal judgment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The writer of Revelation says, he heard a voice that said, blessed are the dead in Christ. For they rest from their labors. It doesn't end there. It says, and all their works follow them. <laughs> this works issue, brothers and sisters. Works issue. is pivotal. So, let us produce fruit that will last because we'll be judged about it. This is one of my favorite topics for some strange reasons, but I'm still figuring out. <laughs>